Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Oh. Hi guys, this is Psychic Tracy Brown coming to you today, March 7th. That is one of my favorite numbers. Um, they say that I am five, uh, but I kind of don't see it. So, what's that about? Okay, black talk, what are you doing to me? Um, I think it's a lot. You guys know, um, last computer savvy. And for the last computer savvy, we have a bad, bad, bad relationship with computers in life. Because when you continuously stay in dumbness, and life has to come out of it. And when you continue to Oh, I know what it is. Usually it says how many minutes I have left, and none of that is showing up. So it's clearing the problem. What I'm going to do is log back in. Okay, stay with me, guys. I so apologize. Let me see if I can figure this out. I'm so annoyed. So, in any case, I'll just stop talking because I can't even bring Malcolm on. I can't even see if he's on because my system is not showing me that I'm available. So, be patient with the studio. And there you go. Hi, guys. Ah, that's so much better. So I'm going to bring Malcolm on, the ordinary sports political guy. By the way, everyone else, who's ever on, when Malcolm's hour is over, that's the psychic read. So don't leave me. And if you want to communicate with me, if you want a reading, if you have Twitter, you could... um, Communicate through, uh, through with me through Twitter. Um, and just say, Tracy, I'm in the queue, so please pick me and I'll pick you. All right, so let me bring Malcolm up. Hey, Malcolm. Hey, Tracy, where's Catherine? How are you doing? Uh, you know what? It's a good day. It's a good day. It's the 50th anniversary of the Selma March. Yes, and yes, I saw that on Twitter today or something. Yes, and as we speak, the president is there. You know, all, all the all the positive leaders are there. 
You got You got Jesse. You got Al Sharpton. You got You got George Baby Doc Bush. He's also there. Um, some of those leaders that are there, I I don't know about you, Malcolm, but I think it's time for some fresh leaders. Fresh leaders. Well, you know, mm-hmm. leaders by definition are basically just people that we are following, right? So, you know, and, and I can't speak speak that speak that uh, they follow follow Jesse Jackson. Are you a follower, Jesse Jackson? Not to hate on Justin. Well, he's not one of my favorites, you know. I, you know, coming from my father's era, you know, there are things that I might know about him that is a little bit uncomfortable. So from what I've been told, he's been paid nicely to represent us. Like the government paid him to represent us. I'm sorry, I missed some of that. Oh, I'm sorry. I said... It's my understanding that Jesse Jackson, Jesse Jackson has been paid nicely to respect him. So he's on the payroll. Well, he, you know, allegedly. He's, he's, he, well, I mean, he allegedly has done a lot of things. But then again, you know, you know, I wouldn't discount some of the positive things he's done. You know, so okay. like everybody else, okay. he's a human and he has flaws. Okay. You know, I think that's what I like about this. You, you can give the positive and the negative, so that's fair enough. And he has done some positive things. Well, I'm sitting here watching Michelle Obama joke with with baby Doc Bush on on, on the stage in Selma. So if she could joke with him, hell, life is good all over, right? <laughs> yes. Now, Malcolm. I know that you have told me a few weeks back that you weren't necessarily watching Scandal. Um, not necessarily watching Scandal, that's true, yes. Did you not necessarily watch it on Thursday? I definitely did not watch it on Thursday. See, I have a DVR and I tape everything, so I and have not the tapes it. of the show, but I did not watch it, no. Okay. No, no, I, I would invite you, invite you to watch what you have saved on DVR. It was very, very powerful and very, very moving. You know, it's funny you say that because I was actually talking to somebody just mm-hmm. yesterday about Scandal, uh-huh. and they said just the opposite. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lord. Oh, who are you that, that, who are your friends? Who are these people? Is, um, this was actually, I'm trying to remember who, who exactly I was talking to. I think it was one of my coworkers. Um, okay. And they were just not too, you know, because everybody is liking Empire about right now. Empire's got a lot of love going out there.
Yeah. So, you know, but I, I have so many shows that I actually do watch that are just yes, over I the know. top, you know, too much. I mean, because I don't know if you watched the show Gotham, but, you know, uh, in the last week's show, not this, this most recent week, but the last week's show, Jada Pinkett dug out her eye with a silver arm. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I mean, so we're talking about TV that, that's kind of compelling. It seems like, wow. This is that was crazy. crazy. <laughs> uh, no, I do remember you said you watched Gotham. I actually tried to watch it, and I just couldn't get into it. I tried. Cause I told you one of my uh, one of my clients was on some of the earlier episodes, and okay. I tried. Just 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 because you had said you watched it, she said she was you know on an episode. I just don't get it. Well, it's it's a prequel to to the Batman uh, saga, so I mean, so all so all the all the notorious villains are kind of showing up early. You got the Penguin, you've had the Riddler, oh. you have you know. You have Commissioner Gordon, who's not a commissioner, he's just a detective, you know. And of course, you got Alfred, oh. about our, you know, Bruce Wayne is all of about Ken, you know. So, oh, even got, I didn't know that. So maybe if I was giving it a chance, I might like it. Yeah, you even got Catwoman as a little girl, so, I mean. Is Catwoman black? No, that was just Halle Berry. <laughs> that was, that no, was only black Catwoman. No. Yeah, well, that's that let us back up. You're right. Eartha Kid did play. I forgot. The, the, please excuse me for forgetting about that Batman. <laughs> Cause, I, I didn't cause, even remember Halle Berry, so. Really? No. Kid, she so. did the movie. Anne myself. Hathaway did. Anne Hathaway did the, the Catwoman and the latest Batman with Christian Bale. But, I yeah. see. Yeah, but Cat, but Halle Berry played Catwoman. Nobody liked it, but there was a scene where she was walking on top of the roof. And just Halle Berry is just gorgeous, so I mean, she just can't. <laughs> she won, she won said, hands down on that for me. <laughs> so, she said nobody liked her. The 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 Catwoman movie that she did wasn't well received. No, oh, but that had nothing to do with her though. Well, she was the star of it, so usually when a movie isn't well received, they blame the star. Although I think they should blame the director, but um, it just depends. Yeah. Maybe they blame well, the writer. Yeah. Or the, or, or the production company. Blame <laughs> everybody. Halle Berry didn't get the blame for the bombing of a movie. Not that type of movie, anyway. That's one of those type of movies that makes money regardless. That's why I guess Gotham is doing it so well, because it just has a huge cult following. Well, but see, but those movies don't always do well because their production costs typically are high. So yes. I actually was watching, yes. reading a, I was reading an article about uh, all of these, uh, I hate that sound. I was reading an article about all of these movies that didn't make any money. That you thought might have made some money. What sound do you hear? It's uh, my home telephone. It it does this. You know, you know the funny thing about this. I have a home telephone that I actually never answer. I know. (laughs) I I know. (laughs) Because 
it is, you know, and I, and I just haven't got around to getting rid of it. But, you know, the problem is nobody I know calls me on that number. <laughs> the right. only time it rings is people are trying to sell me something, and I'm not buying. So it's, right, right. Anyway, so, so I don't know. Lately, Tracy, I've been hooked on video games again. I go through these, these periods, right? Periods, I go up and down. I'm either not playing any video games or I'm playing video games. Now, is there anything wrong with that? Not for me, it isn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always expect guys to play video games. Like, I kind of expect it now. I used to think it was childish, but I figured out it's, it's, it's the man's escape. So if that's his escape, then go for it. Not that girls don't play video games. Men play it more. True. And, and, but, you know, the, the video games of this era are, uh, you know, the graphics are off the chain. You know, and, and the stuff that's you can do right. on the games. You know, and I, you know, right. I tend to gravitate toward, you know, the first-person shooter games where you know, you're fighting some battle someplace. Or, like, I just recently had gone back to playing the uh, uh, the Madden 2013 the, uh, football game. Uh-huh. And what I was noticing there is that um, even after the updates, that, you know, you know, most of the stuff is, you know, has, you know, online updates for them, but they never uh-huh. replaced Ray Rice. You know, maybe I got an older version, but that's the other. My understanding was they were supposed to, you know, replace Ray Rice in the thing and, mm-hmm. and not let him be on the team. Mm-hmm. And they never did, which is I mean, oh, that's okay because Ray, and maybe it's because you know they knew that the, the Ravens still had to pay him all this money. So. And here's the thing, you know, I have my opinion on on Ray Rice, and I I think he has he should have the opportunity to um, reinvent himself. And so if this video game brings in some money for him and his family, I'm okay with that. Oh, shit. Well, but, well actually, it's, just, it's not the video game that's going to bring him money. You know, because the beautiful thing is, uh, like, he got, I think it was last week or the week before, the Ravens, uh, 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 the appeals court ruled against the Baltimore Ravens, and they, it, it proved that they had to pay Ray Rice uh, like $1.6 million from his last contract. So remember when no they way. Cut yeah, no, no way. I'm so happy for him. Oh, no my way. God. Yeah, I'm so happy. Good for him. Yeah, Listen, no, I'm not a fan of domestic violence, but I am a fan of resurrection, you know? So... And well, I the reason they had to pay. Yeah, yeah. The reason they the reason they had to pay is not because he he what he did or didn't do. It's the way that the Ravens cut. Yeah, I, I know. I remember that. That they didn't follow, yeah. you know, because the league put down certain rules and, and 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 the team and the NFL didn't follow their own rules. Right. So you're asking him to follow a rule, but you're not following the same rules. So, you know, you have to pay, which is great. And so that that helps him and his wife, you know, as he looks for a new team to play because, you know, we're going into a free agent market where there are a lot of of, uh, uh, veteran free agents on the market. I mean, a lot of, you know, what happens after the end of the NFL season is 
teams go around and they decide, okay, we got these guys under contract, we got this person, in. and sometimes they just cut players, you know, and like like Reggie Bush from Detroit, his team cut him. Basically, we don't want you anymore. And there's a lot of trades that happen as well. So right now we're we're in a period of movement, and Ray Rice is going to be one of the people that's going to be on the streets looking for a job. But there are so many people moving, and uh, in his position, unfortunately for him, there are a lot of guys on the streets that are looking for a job. So. Hopefully, Ray Rice will get a chance to show his uh, abilities for some team. They're about to, uh, in the next month, they're going to have a first ever uh, free agents combine, which is kind of what they do for the rookies. They they do this, this NFL combine every year for the rookies, where the rookies come in and show what they can do, for, you know, do all these different drills, where they're going to do the same yeah. thing for uh, free agents. And, and, and I. I you remember uh, what's the guy? It's, uh, Michael Sam's, right? Yes. Now Michael Sam's is signed on to be on Dancing with the Stars. I know. <laughs> but but one of the problems with that is is that that free agent combine is happening during that same process, so it, that may interfere with his ability because he's actually a person who should probably try to go there. Now wait a second, is he going? Because yeah, I think I told you, but you didn't believe me. I was like, I don't think he wants to be a football player. Well, well, like, oh, it doesn't make sense. Mean, Why would he want to be a football player? That's what he knows. I was like, I get it, but well, I don't I, think. Whoa, I never said that. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes, went to college. So, so hopefully, hopefully. Well, hopefully none of these guys, because football is all you know, because if football is all you know, that's too bad, because football is only going to do you well for so long. I mean, unless you're somebody like a Deion Sanders or uh, Michael Irvin or, you know, because the majority of players after they finish playing, they don't have anything to do with football. So if football is all you know, you're screwed. But for real. That makes sense if you, I, get, I hear you and I get you. And that only makes sense if you've made a career from football. If you make a career from football, then you decide where that career and your status will take you. I could say you got a college. The only thing he wants to be known for, I promise you, is he wants to be, which he is, he, you know, it's in the record books now, he wants to be known as the first gay Yeah. There have been plenty of gay football players. But wait he just didn't know that. who they were. 
well, wait a second. So that openly gay position is still open. Like it's it's an open. <laughs> Openly gay playing. I mean, I mean, look at the, the guy Jason Collins who who came out uh, as the first openly gay basketball player, right? Yes. He came out after the season had had been concluded, and then that following season, nobody picked him up. So technically, there hasn't been an openly gay basketball player either. Oh my God, that is hilarious to me. And you know why that's hilarious to me? Because I always got the impression that. The only thing Mike and Sam ever wanted to be known for is openly gay, blah, 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 blah. And he did not... Well, he's openly gay. (laughs) (laughs) He got that part of it right. He is openly gay. (laughs) But he hasn't played in the league. Oh, my God. So unless he plays in the league, he won't be the first openly gay player in the league because he ain't openly... he He didn't make the team. He has oh, to make the team God. in order to play in the league. That is hilarious to me. Uh, I'm glad you like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's hilarious um, to me. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I'm evil. I don't know. And it's not about, like, gay, non-gay. God knows I don't care about that. Everyone yeah, it actually doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, I, right? I am not. I, I would say most. I mean, now there's going to be some homophobes on any basketball team, on any any sports team. But, yes. but the truth of the matter about professional sports is, if you're good and you can play, there's going to be mm-hmm. some players on the team who be like, I don't care who you have sex with. Exactly. If you can help us win and you take us to that promised land <laughs> and be gay as you want. The problem that I have with Michael Sam is that I get this spoiled kid mentality. That's what I don't yeah, like about him. Huh? No, I was going to say, you know, if, if the majority of your athletes are kind of spoiled kids, <laughs> or mm. so I the fact that so. that's what you get from him, it's <laughs> like, yeah, most of them are I mean, you got to think about these guys, you know, their, their whole school life, you know, from the time they were young, has been focused toward being this phenomenal athlete. And so when you're in school and you're a phenomenal athlete, I know you remember being in high school or, or maybe college, and you've got these guys that are on campus that are the bomb because they're the sports stars. You know, they walk around, you know, they, you know, what do they call them, big man on campus? Usually it's yeah. the, the, the quarterback or the, the starting you know, whatever on the basketball team. Mm-hmm. You know, well, that's true. Usually, yeah, the cockiness begins way back then. Absolutely. Right. It's the Eagles are are, are the Eagles are stroking really early. Uh, so by the time really these guys get to yeah. the professional level, yeah, they think they are the <laughs> They're all that attractive. <laughs> so. Uh, so, you know, it's funny because I'm looking at President Obama standing on this bridge in, in Selma, and the bridge uh-huh. is named for this guy, Edmund Pettus, right? Uh-huh. Edmund Pettus was like a, at one point, he was the head of the Alabama KKK. <laughs> yes, they were thinking about renaming it. Yeah, but they never have. And some people don't want to rename it because they want, I don't know why they would rename it. I don't want to, like, just, 
Wait, you said you don't know why they want to rename it? I, I, I don't know why they wouldn't want to rename it. I know they why they wouldn't want to. It. Right, right, yeah. right. Why they wouldn't want to. No, I'm with you. But I think it's one of the things that's uh, under consideration now. Well, they're talking about it, but I mean, I don't know. And maybe they'll get around to it. But it, it's just, it's ironic. <laughs> It's, well, but aren't most things aren't most things ironic? Yeah, probably. I'm not gonna argue right? that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna argue that point. That's what I have found. <laughs> you know, it's a crazy world we live in, and it continues yeah. to be crazy. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, we we live in a world where. Uh, well, Chris Brown's having a baby, so I mean, life is very <laughs> Chris Brown, he's so annoying. You know, on Twitter, you know, I do psychic readings, and then there's someone else. You know, we kind of like kind of partner up, and she does psychic readings, and you know, she's kind of taking a reign with you know Chris Brown and all that good stuff. But I just think it's amazing that he just can't get his act together. Well, I mean, what do you mean by that? I mean, he's out of jail and he's not going. He hasn't gone back to jail, so he got that act together, right? Well, let's let's hope with Chris Brown. You have to you have to take day by day with Chris Brown. So you're right. He has not Don't gone back everybody. to jail. He hasn't no, gone back Malcolm. To jail. No, 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 not with everybody. No. I mean, but mm-hmm. and here's the beauty of it. I mean, the only thing that I, I had a fault with what the young man said, where he said, because I read this article earlier this week where he said that it was him during the time he was with Rihanna and this Karachi trans girl. Uh, Karuchi. whatever her name is. I don't know. I don't follow No, no, no. I mean, I know, but that's but, why I'm helping you. Her name's Karuchi. Karuchi, whatever. So, so. Oh, my God. Shit. Really good. Yes. 
even after yes. he knew that, he, even after he did that, he's probably not the most attractive guy, right? So, so my my Nigerian friend said, "Oh no, Little Wayne is attractive." But then he said, "Guys like like Shamar Moore and Boris Kudrow, they're not that attractive." I'm like, "Wait a second, you got that backwards." Not that I'm looking at these guys like this, but I'm like, Little Wayne on the attractive scale is just not that high up on the list. You know what makes him attractive is Moolah, baby. You know he got that Moolah. <laughs> so Moolah wow. makes you real attractive in certain in certain corners. What's moolah? Money. Oh, well, well, absolutely. I mean, when you have, back in the day, it doesn't happen as much anymore. When you have those young girls dating older men, they, you know, their money became attractive, not the man. Money always makes you attractive. Makes you very attractive, yes. Yeah. Yes. You'd be surprised how attractive you get with a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. 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 I remember uh, back in the day, uh, Dave Chappelle did this thing when he still had his show. He did a mm-hmm. skit, and in the skit, he was gonna he was gonna date Oprah, and part of it was because she was rich. But it was a funny skit. Now every skit that was on Dave Chappelle's show wasn't that funny, but that was a funny skit. I never saw it. Never saw Dave Chappelle. Okay, so, wow. No, no, I apologize. Oh. No, no, no. I saw Dave Chappelle. My son forced me to watch it. He had been watching it. He only had one TV, and I don't always look up and watch TV. The TV's going on. And then he's like, Ma, watch. And so finally I did. I found him hilarious, but I didn't see that sketch is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because he, he did some classic sketches on that show. That I mean, yeah. they can stay with you. In fact, mm-hmm. as I think about it, I need to look some of this up because he did this the thing he did about Rick James. It was Rick mm-hmm. James. Yeah. He played Rick James, but he was he had Eddie Murphy's brother Charlie on there. Yeah, and, sure and it was a called Charlie Murphy's True Hollywood uh, Diaries, something like that. And mm-hmm. it, it was absolutely hilarious. Yeah, it's funny. I remember that. Because Charlie is one of those guys. Y'all seen Charlie do live stand up, and he's, he's okay, funny. I think he does better. Mm-hmm. Than he but when he did those, those those true Hollywood tales that he did on, on the Dave Chappelle show, oh, that just uh-huh. made him to be hilarious. Completely you know, hilarious. I have a I have a theory about Dave Chappelle, and this was way before I was doing any effective readings on celebrities, right? And so okay. I, <laughs> you're like, wait for it. So I have this theory about Dave Chappelle and the reason why he supposedly, you know, left the business, went a little crazy according to Comedy Central, which, by the way, I never brought into the fact that he was crazy, ever. My theory is that Dave Chappelle was doing his sketch comedy just around the time Barack, the senator, Barack Obama, was coming into fruition. Okay. And they wanted Dave Chappelle to make fun of this man so that the public had a reaction so that Mr. Obama would never become President Obama. That's my theory. And he got the hell out of Dodge. 
Wow. Uh, you know what? I, okay. I I don't know enough. I have to have Dave Chappelle that. Um, well, uh, I wants- wish I could meet him because I honestly believe, like, I like, and this is my psychic impression, of course, Malcolm, so there's something nutty about that, too. Don't get me wrong, right? But I honestly believe He's that. just not me. There's something lovely about my best impression, too. So, uh, yeah, well, who knows? I mean, you probably have a better chance of meeting Dave Chappelle than I do, so I I don't run in those circles. If I ever meet him, I will make sure to invite you. Uh, That's okay. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) But I would like to have this conversation with him. Yeah, he, uh, I don't know, from seeing Dave Chappelle, I think the only way you're going to have a conversation with him if you, if you were, uh, uh, what do they call it, burning trees with him? Burning, burning trees? Smoking weed. Wait, Dave Chappelle, why do you believe that? He has this farm in, like, I don't know what state he's in now. Why do I believe he smokes weed? Because he talks about smoking weed all the time. All the time. When? When has he been in the media? Well, when he was on his show. I mean, I haven't seen him in years, but his show was basically Malcolm, mostly about smoking weed. Malcolm, this man has matured. You know he has not been on that show in like six, seven years now. Okay, Tracy. <laughs> I know a lot of people who like to burn them trees, so maturity has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Some people are a little old. All right, fine. You know, those that do, do. Those that don't do, don't do. He's an adult. He's in the one of the ones that do. I'm not mad at him for it. I think he has all the right, right to do it. All right, all right. Depending on what oh, No, I mean, yeah. No, okay, I get it. I hear you. You know, because those who like to do it, like to do it. That's true. I'm not putting it down, by the way. I just didn't understand the whole burning tree concept and, you know, that he still does it. I don't know. He has a couple of kids now, and he's like in the hills of some flatland city. Some flatland city? Did you say a flatland city? No, I said he's in some flatland state. He's in one of those flatlands. Oh, okay. Well, and it, and, it, and it really does does it really does depend on where you live at, as opposed as, as depends on what kind of laws you're going to be facing. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, in California, we have the medical marijuana, so typically you're not getting a whole lot of trouble for marijuana here. Although um, I just became aware that one of the people I grew up with uh, just got out of jail after doing a year in prison for a $20 bag a week. So it's not like it can't happen. Well, <laughs> even in California, it's. it's well, I don't. I think there's a difference between state law and federal law. So only as of recently, different. right? But only as of recently, I think the, uh, President Obama gave the impression to state regulators that if it's under a certain amount, let it go. But prior to President Obama saying something, the state still could rule over. Well, yeah, but the but the feds don't the feds don't really care about the feds don't really care about you know major I mean minor drug laws especially if you're not transporting over state lines 
Like if you get busted yes. in California, the feds aren't going to interfere with that. They're going to let the state of California do whatever the heck they do. That's right. That's Good what I'm trying to say. Yes. Yes. Right. You know, so right. Right. Yes, and it brings me back to the point that, yeah, somebody could go away in jail for a year for having a bag on them. But, but Tracy, California, we got pretty liberal drug laws out here as far as marijuana goes. And this has gone back a long it's gone back a long time. I mean, even back when I was in high school, the police would stop you with a bag of weed and they would they would take it from you, but that's about it. I mean, as long as you weren't trying to carry no uh, a large amount. You know, I think it was you know, even back then it was, you know, anything under an ounce was gonna be a misdemeanor. Right. Right. You know, whereas nowadays we got medical marijuana, technically you're gonna you can do it you know, it's just the person that I know. Um, he got uh, he got kind of set up. I mean, from what you know, from the story I got, it, it was a set up, and, and he got arrested for sales. But he wasn't even. Oh well, Malcolm. Oh, come on, Malcolm. That's but, different. But was, I love the way everybody doesn't was, tell the whole story. Selling different. Yeah, but I got the whole story, and I don't want to share the man's business on on the story. But oh this, no, this, I'm not this asking was, you to. <laughs> This, but this was bullshit. This was, and then, and when I found out about it, I was like, "See, the problem I have with this is this. That's my tax dollars at work. And so, if my tax dollars, if, if you're gonna waste my tax dollars to put this man away for a year over twenty dollars bag a week, I'm thinking you should have something better to do with your time. For real. I mean, it's just come on now. He, really, twenty dollars? You you wasted my money. All right, but it, it does sound like there's something else going on. Well, okay, and that brings me to my next point. <laughs> there is something okay. else going on. And uh, our present attorney general, Eric Holder, basically yeah. said this week, he, he read a report, he, he came out with a report that, that says, uh, and, and it was, specifically addressed at the, the Ferguson Police Department, but he was saying police departments in general across the country have a propensity to go after African Americans more than they go after some other people. And, 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 and dealing with uh, the Ferguson Police Department, they've even threatened to dismantle this police department because they were so blatant in their use of, you know, you have this, this predominantly black city with a predominantly white police force, and they were using the, the black citizens as a, a means of supporting the infrastructure of the government, which means that they will stop you for a lot of bullshit stuff, and, you know, give you lots of tickets, and basically rape and pillage the black community in order to get money for the city infrastructure. And it's like... And that's also one of my problems when, you know, because we got this whole movement of, you know, we pay too much taxes and we, you know, we shouldn't pay any taxes, especially the rich. They really shouldn't pay any taxes. And so the municipalities are going to have to get their money from somewhere. And so the people of Ferguson, their their mayor and their police department came with an idea, well, we'll just start arresting and charging the black people for anything we can. And, and then we'll make our money that way. Yeah, and that also goes hand in hand with with, with uh, asset forfeiture laws that they have going on, where they 
all they have to do is accuse you of a crime, and they can take your car, and they can come in and take, you know, your money. You know, the authorities are a, a little bit out of control when it comes to this stuff, and it needs to be reined in because this can happen to anybody. You, me, the dog walking down the street. I mean, this is, I mean it's completely out of control. And, and, you know, it, it, the Justice Department definitely needs to look into this because, you know, if my fear walking out of my door is that the, door, the police are going to jack me, then I'm in trouble. Well, I think that's what the conflict is in Ferguson. The, the conflict, it's a conflict is not just, I'm sorry. And, you know, and it's a, it's a, I said it is the conflict because what's amazing yeah. about this is that this is a Justice Department report. We're talking about the Justice Department of the United States of America. Issue reports, yeah. and this police department overwhelmingly issued and issued citations to, to the black residents, which created yeah. a toxic environment. You know, yes. so then when they when they yes. shot that boy there, of course the whole city erupted and went crazy. Because you can only start stacking <laughs> pins on top of pins so long before the whole structure falls to the ground. Wow, yes. it's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, it doesn't surprise me that that's what they found. Were you surprised? I mean, that's what's what surprised? the complaint was. Mm-hmm. I'm never surprised of the accusation. I'm, just, you know, I'm a little surprised, even though our president is African American and our, our our attorney general is African American, that that you would that the department would put out the report that states it. Because I mean, as an African American, hell, I've known that since I was a kid that that certain police departments had it out for us. But to get a Justice Department report that actually says that, that's big news. I think that's, it's that's huge. Uh, yeah, it's huge. And it's time. Like, you're right. We have been saying it for years. Like, remember, there was there was a thing called driving while black. It's still a thing. <laughs> well, I'm just... <laughs> I, I agree. But to be honest with you, I was in a barbershop. And my son was like, I don't know, 15 years old, um, on La Brea. And guys were talking, blah, 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 and they were talking about driving. And my son was sitting there, and I was like, that's one of my biggest fears, you know, to one of the guys. And he said it just right. He, you know, I guess he said it just right. He said, you just deal with it. And my son was sitting there, and I, I thought to myself, Oh, is is that the answer? Although I didn't challenge them because when you're in a barbershop, those guys are very, very aggressive. They're like, that, 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 that. Like, they kind of, like, bounce off of each other. And a girl can't come in and, and, and you know, go into that bathroom unless you've got, unless you've got the strength to handle those men, right? And so I was like, yeah, is that the answer? And they're like, yeah, you just deal with it. And I remember feeling uncomfortable with that answer. But I can also tell you that conversation kind of prevented my son from driving for years. It prevented him from driving or prevented you from allowing him to drive? Do you? I'm just asking the question. Don't get mad. Don't get mad at the question. I just the question said that conversation. You said you had the conversation. You didn't say your son had the conversation. 
How old was he? Fifteen, sixteen. He was mature enough to have okay. that language have an impact on him. Oh, so he didn't want to drive. No, for years. Well, you know, it's funny because I know that kids to, today that there's you no know, kids fall into two classes. You know, like when my nephew turned 16, he was like me. He was like, man, I got to get a driver's license. He was ready to go. Like, but I know some kids that are in their 20s that still don't have driver's license because it's not that important to them. Well, it wasn't important to Brian, but it began at that conversation. Okay. Well, I've always been curious why kids didn't want to drive because I know, like I said, when I when I turned 16 that day, I turned 16. I was at the Department of Motor Vehicles in line because I wanted my driver's license. Where can I get my driver's license? So, and my nephew and my youngest niece also followed too. Now, my oldest niece, she took a little more. She took a little more time getting her driver's license. She wasn't as much of a hurry, but. I think a lot of this has to do with the parents of the kids, too, and, and what's pushed and what's not pushed. Because I do know, like I know another set of young men, who neither one of them drive. The younger one is probably 19 or 20, and the oldest one is probably about 23, 24. Neither one of them kids can drive. They they ride skateboards. And I'm thinking, at no point did you want a driver's license? <laughs> I don't know how y'all do it. <laughs> not well, to mention, you, get... <laughs> yeah, you need transportation to get to your job if you have a job, but they don't have jobs either, so that might say something about it, right? See, that was the other thing that I got when I was 16 was a job. <laughs> so, right, right. Well, first of all, I just want to backtrack a little bit to the federal report on Ferguson. That's exactly what Scandal was about. So if you didn't get to watch it yet, go ahead and watch it. It, it is about everything that's been going on with Mike Brown, Eric Honor, Taylor Martin, blah, 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 all these issues. And Shonda Rhimes sensitively so that everybody can see how this impacts the community, a parent, the federal government. Like she did such a great job. Like, I was crying in the end, Malcolm. And you haven't seen it yet, but it was extremely moving. It, it brought tears to your eyes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. So, so it was powerful. Very powerful. Very moving. And it doesn't answer any questions, but it does allow someone else outside of what we've been dealing with all of our lives to look at the situation and go, that's what they've been dealing with? That's what's been going on? And it could be just one of those moments that maybe change occurred with that episode. You never know. It was really moving. It was really bad. Well, I mean, if, if the TV show can do it, hopefully that would be good. Um, well, you know, know what? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. I oh, also believe, I also, because I'm a big believer in TV having an impact on people, right? So I also believe that TV allowed President Obama to become president. And, okay, how is that? <laughs> because right. of the TV show 24. 
what they're mad about for is that they they love it. The only thing I would point to is the skin color. I mean, because actually, because that's the most liberal president we've ever had. Yes. But. But, but he is. But he, he has accomplished a lot of things. A lot of things that he's had to fight Congress in order to do. In order to do. Yes. So, you know, I gotta. I mean, I mean, it it you know what it absolutely is because of his skin color. But who's the one that's complaining about that the most? But African Americans, and nobody's gonna understand. Is it skin color related? You know, there are things that I do on a daily basis that I know is skin color related. Well, as I've said before, and I'll say again, this country, this country, that is the biggest problem the biggest facing this country problem. is it our race relations. And, it and is the we need problem. to figure it out figure because it out. we are not going to be anything, gonna be anything unless we get this figured out. That's not to say everybody can come across my question because everybody is I don't not. need everyone to like me. I need everyone not to look at me via my skin color, and well, then I don't need them to deny that that's not the issue when it, it absolutely is. As Dr. King said, you know, people should be judged on the content of their character. And if you don't like me because you think my character is flawed, I got you. I got you. Well, I, I can't yeah. argue that and point. By the way, but, I can but if you hate that. me because of what right. I look like, that's a problem. Right. You know, so it's all about who you are, not what you look like. That's right. So the president is on his way to walk across the water bridge. Are you like in this like moment of proudness? Like you seem to be loving this. Well, I think it's it's just I mean, be honest. Uh, well, it's the first fifty anniversary fiftieth anniversary. This is the only fiftieth anniversary we're ever gonna have. But more importantly, have you seen any other president of ours show up at the Shuffle Bridge and walk across it symbolically? No. Yes. 
right. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? We won't get into that. <laughs> God is God. <laughs> I know. One day I'm going to go to heaven and God's going to be like, I got who? <laughs> Pretty much. I'm going to have a lot of training to do one day, Malcolm, when I get there. (laughs) As we all will. So, I mean, just like, I don't know if you heard about the shooting in Russia where uh, this opposition leader got shot on this bridge in in downtown Moscow, like like 300 yards from the Kremlin. No. 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 Wait, what? But I, I can't. I didn't follow things in Russia. What happened? I guess what happened? This guy named Boris Nemtsov. He was. He was. Uh, he was like the deputy prime minister, but he was also one of uh, Vladimir Putin's most outspoken critics, right? Uh-huh. And he had been inter- he had been interviewed like a couple of weeks prior, and they said, "Aren't you in fear for your life?" He said, "Yeah, kind of, because you know, basically, I know Putin is the kind of dude who will kill me." You know, there's a real good chance that that will happen. So anyway, anyway, he was walking across, you know, he had gone out, and he was walking with this woman on this bridge. It was like literally 300 yards from the Kremlin. Uh-huh. Walked across the bridge, car pulls up next to him, pow, 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 he's dead. The funny thing about that is, is you know, of course, the whole country is in mourning, and then... Vladimir Putin comes on and says, I will not rest until I find the culprit of who did this, this crime. <laughs> the funny thing is, like, most people think he was the one who ordered the crime. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I won't stop until I find who's responsible. <laughs> you know, I guess you won't. You know, you what's funny? Know who's yeah, he just raised his hand. Even President Obama called him. He either called him a punk or a coward. It's hilarious well, to see these two go. A thug. Well, I don't think he called him a thug, but he does call him no, that's like, what a I call, coward that's what or a punk that. or something like that. Yeah, I like that you well, call, call him a thug. That's actually very funny. Yeah, that's actually very funny. It's not. But, so no, so anyway, funny. so so this morning they announced the arrest of these two guys who they said did this crime, right? Okay. Do you remember Lee Harvey Oswald? Yes. Yeah, he was a patsy. You know what a patsy is? Yes, I do know what a patsy is. Yes, he was a patsy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, these two dudes that they just arrested in Russia? Oh. They're patsies. But what do you mean? That they're patsies? or, or, Or do you mean... They did not do it, but they're taking the blame, or they did it well, because they're, they're fools. They, I, do I don't know if they could have did it or didn't do it, but the bottom line is who, ordered this, who ordered this to be done? And it's clear. I mean, the only person who gained from this, this, this job being done was Boris Yeltsin. I mean, not Boris Yeltsin, uh, Vladimir Putin. I'm like, I'm dating myself. I said Boris Yeltsin. <laughs> That's funny. Um Black. I don't know who Boris Yeltsin is, so. Uh, he was the former president of, of the old Russia. I mean, it was right oh. after the Soviet Union disbanded, right after Gorbachev. Boris Yeltsin was the president right after uh, Gorbachev. Oh, I must have missed that whole re- regime. Great. Oh, okay. You missed Bo- 
The who? The mayor, Rob, Rob, what's his name? The, the old drunk white dude. He was the guy that was smoking crack. Yeah. Yeah, Rob, Rob Ford, yeah. Rob Ford, yeah, Rob, Rob Ford. Boris mm-hmm. Johnson was kind of like the Rob Ford of his day. <laughs> was he goofy like that? Was he goofy? <laughs> no, actually not, but but he was a little on the on the, the, the drunk round portly side. But I see. I don't remember him at all. But, it must have been a bad memory in my life. I I don't think Russia's too goofy. So you know, they do a lot of things but goofy is not one of the things they do. They're very serious people. They are. They are. So, it's all good. It's all good. But I must admit that whole rain because um, sometimes, you know what I figured out? Hey, Malcolm, do you know what I figured out? Not to get off of your political stuff. I figured out that there's some music that I don't like, right? And okay. maybe this whole regime I might have missed too. If my if if I'm in a life period where there's unhappiness in my life, I tend not to like the music that's being played during that time. I don't know it until later on, and then the music comes on, and everybody else is like, "Oh my God, remember this?" I'm like, "Yeah, I never really liked that." I finally figured out it. <laughs> so you say if you're going through a period of unhappiness. Yeah. The stuff that's going around you, you're gonna hate that too. Not hate it. I, I, just, yeah. Just like it. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't know it. Like I don't like the whole seventy. I don't. I didn't Did get you know it. That you were Did you know you were? No. Unhappy for a period of time? Oh, you thought no. you were No. Well, I no no. <laughs> No. You thought you were unhappy? I mean, what did you think no, during I, that time that you didn't like the music? <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't say, okay, I'm not in the moment hating the music. I'm in the moment having a bad time with life. But the music is being played. It's popular. It's not until I'm far removed from that period of life. And then I'll go back and people are like, oh, my God, do you remember this song? And I'll be like, yeah, but mm, never really did anything to me. It took a moment for me to realize that I associated with the music being played at the time with something going on in my life. So if it was negative, yeah, I didn't like the music at that time. But if it was positive, I had a good period in my life. I loved the music. So let's go back to the 70s when I had all this really good music. Now, oh, now mind you, that was the era of disco, so they had a lot of bad music, too. But they had a lot of good music. You're, you're saying that nothing that went on during that time was okay. There's not one piece of music that you could say, oh, man, that was good. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, you know, here's the thing. Because music is played a lot over and over and over again. I'll know the music, but it just depends. I can't, like, it just depends. I I did not like the 70s. It was a rough, rough time frame in my life. And so I didn't like the clothes. The whole 70s? From the, from the whole, whole 70s. 10 years? The whole like, 70s, Malcolm. Yes. Wow. Yes. It was a rough time in my life. So the whole 70s was a problem for me. 
well, see, smile. I mean, I'm, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm smiling as they say it. Well, Tracy, but, well, Tracy you're, uh-huh. you're, you're my age. Now, mind you, we lived in different parts of the country during that time, but um, yeah. that, that was like formative years. That's a whole long time of being unhappy. I know. Oh, okay. I know. Well, I, 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 <laughs> I, I know. I feel sorry for you. What about TV hmm. shows? Anything you saw on TV that you liked, or? Um, I don't. It's also one of those things where I may not even remember the seventies too much. It's it's also like that kind of thing too. Where your memory the family, is, the, the Jeffersons, hmm. Good Times. I, I like the Jeffersons. I hated Good Times. I did not like Sanford and Son. I did not like Good Times. I did like. You didn't uh, like Sanford and Son. You didn't like Good Times. Those were like icons. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like Sanford and Son. Red Fox. <laughs> Lamont. I didn't. Son, Lamont. Yeah, I didn't get it. Hot, you didn't get Hot Esther. <laughs> I was embarrassed by Sanford and Son. I was embarrassed by. You were time. embarrassed. Yes. You were embarrassed by a TV show that you weren't even part of? How did it embarrass you? Don't even go there. I'm saying I'm embarrassed by the depiction of what was represented for us at that time. I I saw it from a different place. I was in, oh, gee, I can't be the only one that felt this way. I was embarrassed by good times, and I was kind of in, Kind of embarrassed by Catherine and Son. The only thing I liked about Catherine and Son was the heart attack. You know, he tried to have the heart attack. But I didn't get it. I didn't get the junkyard. I, I didn't get the times. I didn't Bravo. get none of it. Brady. What? I'll just name the characters off the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't get it, Malcolm. Wow. You know, the only person I've ever come across for you was this. <laughs> no, I, I think I'm the only back- one that would admit it. Back in those days when I was still a kid, the whole family would gather and watch the show together on like a whatever night it came on, Saturday night or Friday yeah. night or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we watched it. Yeah. I mean I was forced to watch it. We only had one T V in the house. We didn't have a like So you know. So the rest of your family liked it. You were like alone and not liking it. That's what you're saying. I never verbalized it. Like what am I gonna say to my mom? Like, this is stupid. Oh. Like she probably But your mom it. liked it. Yeah. Your dad no. liked it. Did I anybody like it? Let me ask. <laughs> Did anybody like it? Oh, well, you guys are sitting there mad. I'm just so curious. <laughs> the I, hell? I, all I can, okay, all I can tell you is that I just, I didn't get it. I, I'm going to be honest, I did not get it. But there's a lot of things that I don't get, and I'm old enough to say it now. I didn't get it. I didn't get it. I'm, I'm, a little, I'm, a little, I'm a little like lost, but I'm like, what was not to get? <laughs> it was, it was, I didn't the premise get it. was really, really there. <laughs> I didn't get the painting uh, that JJ, you know, supposedly, you know, drew. I didn't, I didn't get any of it. I didn't appreciate any of it. Bookman? Yeah, Bookman? Yeah. Little Michael, Black Power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like that part about Michael. I got that. 
I like uh, the girl. I thought she was pretty. I didn't get uh, the no. wife ever. Uh, no. I never got the wife. I don't even know her name. That's how much I didn't that's get. Role? That's a role? Uh, well, that's a real name. But I, I that's didn't a get real it. name. I yeah, I didn't get it. Her name was, was her, her, her name was Florida in the name. Florida Evans. Florida, Florida. Yeah, I didn't get it. She whined so damn much. God, whining. Wow. <laughs> Only because now, now, as you look back on it, of course, maybe, maybe you were ahead of your time, Tracy. That's what it is. Because you know, I think so, Malcolm. Because and you know, like, when you're, When I look back on it. I would say, well, yeah, that wasn't the best dictation of, of, of you know, African Americans. They should have showed it better. Um, exactly. But but at the end of the day, I mean, when I was watching it back then, I thought that just was it was entertaining and it was funny. And, uh, and everybody was, else yeah. did. I'm not mad at anyone that like resonated, something about that show resonated with them. You have to remember, when you're a psychic kid, you are you are a little weird, okay? And you were a psychic as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mess with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just mess with you. Okay, don't, don't let okay. me get you. <laughs> but you're a little weird, and so you tend not to talk a lot. Little psychic kids tend not to talk a lot. They when you say psychic, you know when you say, when you say psychic mm-hmm. kid, I, I, sorry to interrupt you, Tracy, but when you say psychic okay. kid, I had this, I had this image of a little superhero as a kid. You know, <laughs> you were sitting there with a cape on and an invisible cape. <laughs> you were, Malcolm, I love that. <laughs> I love that. There should be a psychic kid superhero. You know? I love that. Well, good. I'm glad. <laughs> but yes, I'm sitting there with this invisible cape, looking at everybody else around me and my family as if they're backbones for enjoying these shows. I'm, and I'm looking at these shows and thinking, this is embarrassing, people. It's embarrassing. I also bought all of the 70s for this embarrassing. I didn't like the psychedelic nothing. I didn't like the lamps, the, the globe lamps. I didn't like the red. Red light bulbs. Oh my God, I, I hated that. Well, I didn't like and, and only, bell bottoms. You didn't like bell. Well, see, back in the day, of course, during the time when we were wearing the bell bottoms and the platform shoes and the big hair. Oh, the platform shoes are disgusting. No. And, and, well, see, see, all I could go were men were wearing. Cause I, you know, I was still young and barely paying attention to women at that point, but. The men were wearing tight bell bottom pants, and that we're talking mm-hmm. about tight. You know, I know you could see their you could see their junk. I know. And we had these platform <laughs> shoes on, so we were like five inches taller than we really are. Uh, I thought I was in the NBA, so. and our hair was so big that that actually gave you know. Actually, I thought I was six nine, you know, so <laughs> I was really Here's really taller than that. Here's the other thing people are probably going to hate me for. I never got the afro. Never. You were. Okay. What did you have? I mean, because not all women had afro. I never, ever had the afro. Ever. Well, not all women had afro, so that's not a huge surprise. No, women, women, excuse you, women had afro. 
Yes, yes. I said not all. See, I said not all women. Oh, have no, 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 then. No, now, no women have an afro. I mean, how many women do you see with afros, hardly anyway? No, women had afros back in the day. My sister had an afro. No. Yeah, but I said what I said. Maybe I didn't say it clearly. I said not all women had afros. That's true. No, not all women had afros. I mean, I, I lived through the era, so I believe that. I got, I got pictures. Well, yeah, everybody I... Has, not all of the guys had afros. The guys, oh, you know, we all were like, we were doing our thing. But the women's chair, yeah. you know, there's always a variety of women's chair, whatever area you're in. Yes, but. yes, yes. I didn't get the afro. I didn't get the pick in the afro. I also didn't get that. And... No. Hmm? I know, I was just saying, I, I, I was thinking about afros for women back then. That was more of an Angela Davis who was really counterculture. Angela, yes, Angela, Angela Davis, that look, yes, yes. Yeah, but most of the and women it's really that I funny. Didn't have afros. Oh, interesting. Well, in, uh, well, again, you're talking about California to New York, and I think it I am talking about California, been more, yes. <laughs> may have been more yeah. popular in New York to have an afro, especially in Harlem. And at some point in the 70s, we were living in Harlem. So maybe that's why I'm like, what? Women had afros. So. Oh, okay. I can't argue that point because I've never been there. So. And the uh, afro ruined women's hair. It just ruined it. So. I think there are a lot of things that were wrong with hair. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you go down a list of what's wrong with women's hair over the years. That's true. So now, All right, Malcolm. I just wanted to bring up one more thing before I go. Oh, um, go for it, go for Because I was home yesterday. Well, I got home. I only worked half a day. And so I was working. Okay. Like, I came up and I got on my computer. And um, I turned on the TV and there was a show on that I had never seen before. And I wasn't really watching it, watching it. But, but it, it was this, uh-huh. it was called Marriage Boot Camp. You know, so it was about reality stars. Trying to yes. save your marriage, right? Yes, yes. And what I, I know learned it. from that show, you know that show. Uh huh. <laughs> okay, because I, you know, I didn't watch the whole thing after I get some gas and you know, they can run, but it was like a, a marathon. Marathon. Okay. And what I found is that they're trying to fix these people's marriages, right? And and, and they were going back yes. in the past, and at one point. They went and got this girl's father, and they brought him there, and they were like, tell us everything you're disappointed on. And, and I'm bringing this up because we've turned into this, like, touchy-feely, you know, kind of society. And so they brought this, her father, who was this old-school blues man, it looked like. That's what he used to look I don't know him, but... But they brought him on, and they wanted him to be touchy-feely, too. And they're like touchy feely meaning touchy feely meaning touch feely. Well, this was a man who came from an era where you know he probably thought he did right by his kids. Okay, no problem. Uh huh. And so the daughter, you know, had had held on to these things about her her father, and, and she was like, you know, he treated her not like a daughter but like a son. And he, she felt that he wasn't there for her and all the other stuff. Hmm. And so 
you have these therapists that are on the show, and they're like, yeah, and, and they're trying to get the father to just admit that he had done this wrong by the daughter, right? By the father, right? Oh. Yeah, that didn't happen. That just did not happen. Good for him. They, Good for him. They, they brought him on, and they're like, you know, you know, basically just say you did it. And he's like, I didn't do nothing to her. I raised her good. good. For no, him. What talking about? Good for him. But my point on the show is that, you know, we live in this touchy-feely, political, correct world where everybody wants to do and say this perfect, right thing. And mm-hmm. to me, it's not reality. You know, even though this is supposed to be reality, it is not reality. It's not reality. What I was getting from that show is that most of the people on that show should have probably taken, uh, uh, how should I put this? They didn't take responsibility for their lives. They, they, allowed, they allowed their lives to be hijacked by the thought of somebody else. And that somebody else has ruled them over the years. And, and they kept looking back. I would be so different if I didn't have this experience with this person. Instead of saying, I had that experience with this person, let me move on from there. And, and I have to learn from that experience. But you know what? Screw them. I'm going to go ahead and live my life. Let me take responsibility and move forward from here. That's right, no. I agree. So by the time I got done watching the show, I was thoroughly pissed off, honestly. These folks folks on this show, they need some help. And it's not these doctors who are helping them. Doctors were making it worse. Mm. The the hosts, they were making every one of those people's problems worse. And I was Mm. like, y'all don't, somebody needs to go out there and kick all of you in the behind and say, you know what, get over it. Move forward. Yeah, you had a bad experience here, but you know what? If you live on that bad experience, you will never get anywhere in life. Well, I mean, Ayana Fassant, maybe forgive me if I'm pronouncing her name wrong, she seems to have a platform that is trying to get people healthy, even if they have to address some past issues. So I think there are some platforms that are doable and workable. Um, that's on public TV. But, Malcolm, I also want to be able to tell you, let's remember that a lot of these people go on the shows because they need money. Let's, let's be honest. They're looking for a paycheck. I'm sorry. That's what it is. If they happen to Apparently. get healed, yeah, that's the truth of the matter. If they happen to you know, have a breakthrough, good for them. I'm not sure if that's the the overall outcome of these of these oh, types of shows. So you're saying they weren't even there for that. They were just there just to be there. They're not there for the help. Hello. Did I lose Tracy? Uh-huh. That's odd. Malcolm? Oh, okay. I was just about to say, Tracy, I am not hearing you. Oh, you know what? I'm so pissed because my board was lit up. I disconnected uh-huh. myself and everyone is gone. <laughs> Stop sorry, laughing! Laugh. Everyone's gone. <laughs> I'm sure they'll come okay. back. Just tell them to just tell them to come back. Please come back. My mistake. Because you I, you went silent for a minute, and I was like, okay, then that's something I've had. Them. 
saying then? Because now there's nobody on. What were you saying? We were talking about. We were oh, we're talking about camp. the the marriage boot camp and how people should just get over their lives and and, and you know what life is supposed to be life is short but life is long right and yeah. so you could hold on to something for a very long time and ruin your life yes and so and, and then forty years fifty years down down the road you'll have an epiphany and you'll be like, you know what? I tripped for a long time. I shouldn't have done that. Well, mm. if, if you yeah. just got there earlier, you know, and, and learn to love life and enjoy it and take every day as the gift that it is, you know, you've had a better life. Yeah. You know, yeah. this is my theory yeah. of life. You should laugh yeah. every day. You should have every fun day. every day. There should, there should be some something that, that puts a smile on your face. Now, of course, that's not possible, but it's a goal, right? Well, wait a second. Like, I I did that uh, when I sent you, I don't know if it was a tweet or I think it was a tweet about Maya Lash Angelou, um, you should laugh every day or something like that. Oh, yeah. I remember you sent me that, yeah. Well, I'm in full yeah, agreement because when I, when I saw that, you, I, you actually I, always say it. You actually always say it. And so, when they you put should. it up in church, I was like, yes, you should find laughter in everything, everything, everything. No, I, well, you can't, okay, not everything. I'm, I'm saying there not are everything. things that. You can't, you can't laugh at everything, right. but, but you, you should find laughter every day. You should find laughter every day somewhere, you know, have some every fun. Every day, when you have conversations you know. with people, it's, if you can, it should end in laughter, if you can if you can. When you walk away from somebody, when all is said and done, you should make them feel good in laughter, a smile. You know, when, when I was in Bible study this week, one of the one of the um the, the, the leader of the the pastor of the Bible study, she was like, you know, when we go through men, everybody's getting rid of something. You know, they're you know trying to lose weight, they'll get rid of chocolate, they'll get rid of potatoes, blah blah blah. She's like, why don't you add something? She's like. Add a smile for, for the next 40 days. Smile at people. And I said, that was amazing. That was amazing. You like, put something in rather than the sacrifice. I think it's a bigger sacrifice to be nice to people. I think it's a bigger sacrifice to smile. I think it's a huge sacrifice to laugh. But it's not. It, it's, is, that's actually the easier thing to do. And it, it's, it's so much easier to do that than just walk out and be all frowny and unhappy and share that unhappiness. Oh. I agree. I mean, I totally agree. I agree. I find sometimes I'm by myself and I'm watching TV and I'm something is like hilarious and I will just giggle. I I I believe if you can to be as happy as you can because the bad is gonna come, Malcolm. The bad is gonna come. So I'm not gonna wait for it. (laughs) I'm not gonna look for it. I'm not gonna wait for it. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to be happy today. You should. Because, you know, first of all, tomorrow's not promised. I went to a funeral on Wednesday, and it was a 26-year-old young woman. Are you serious? I would not joke about that. I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't really know him. But, I mean, anyway, long story short, the the bottom line is this. 
You know, it's two Nobody things I can't believe from him. Huh? No one should die right. at 26. No one should die no at 26. No one should. I mean, you know, and, and think about the parents who have to bury that child. But anyway, the long story short on this is that, you know, I, I took two things from this. One, you know, that that still believes in my head that you should try to enjoy every day because you don't know when your last day is going to come. So, you know, and the second part on, on that was uh, then I got to put this in my will so the people around me know and the people who, you know, would have something to say about it. Do not do not embalm me and put me in no casket and set me up to be viewed like that because that stuff looks kind of crazy to me. Please cremate my body and <laughs> get it over with. Oh, and then, my God. And then have wait, a party. Wait a second. So you're a cremator. I'm a not fool me for some kind of weird drugs and then set me up and put me in some outfit because, you know, the funny thing about this funeral that I went to, the, the young woman's favorite color was green, apparently. So when I got there, I thought I had arrived at somebody's prom because everybody was dressed in variations of green. Mm-hmm. Well, I wasn't, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't party to the, the party plan. <laughs> the lights over. Yeah. Yeah. But I the understand. family members were were all wearing green, and, and it was a large family, so it really looked like a prom. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the men had always had the look on, and it just was it was interesting. I'd never seen that before. But that aspect of it was okay with me because you're like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Instead of it being complete mourning, although I mean, how do you not mourn at a funeral? It's not all about that. It's about, you know, what the person, uh, what they signify to you and what they like. Including the color green, yes. Well, I have to tell you, I'll get this this on public record. If anybody cremates me, I'm going to kill them. Do not cremate me. I need to be laid out. (laughs) I need a casket. Uh, we'll start saving for it now because they're expensive. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you want to be cremated because it's expensive? Well, there's a number of things. First of all, the, high, the whole idea of, of paying that much money to, to, the, to plant somebody in the ground is crazy to me. I mean, you're going to spend, you know, up to you know ten to $15,000 to do this. And it's just that's just a, a, a colossal waste of money, in my opinion. Just my opinion. I mean, everybody got the right to do what they do. So I personally well, yeah. would say spend the money in a, a different way. <laughs> okay. If you had enough money, would you not, well, I, I could be a millionaire, and I would still say it was a colossal waste of money. Do not do that. Okay. And then take my All ashes right. and, and, and scatter them in the ocean, and you know. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Let me go back to the fishes. Well, you know, okay, uh, I hear you, and of course you should be respected for your wishes. I do not want to be cremated. I do not want somebody carrying my urine around. I think that's ridiculous. Um, well, I think I don't that's want... ridiculous too. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I don't want to be screwed out in the ocean either. It could, and again. I'm not worried about that because I will not be cremated. Unless I die in a fire, then it is what it is. Um, but I still have some other <laughs> so, so being accidentally cremated is okay. Right. <laughs> but I do have some theories about putting bodies, you know, in the ground. or in a, Like my family, we're in the wall. So we have mausoleums and they're in the wall. 
Yeah. How well, and it is expensive. I hear you, but okay, it doesn't really matter. My point to you is, like, let's say somebody was murdered, Malcolm, and okay. they have to zoom the body, and they get to take, and the body has not dissolved, and they can use some fingernails or hair to reassess, you know, because and reassess, you know, what they died from. So there is there is an advantage to not being cremated. If you cremate, you move If there was a crime that had been committed, if there was a crime, then uh, DNA can be saved prior to the cremation that you don't have to worry about that loss that you're thinking possibly there may be a loss of. Wait, what? Let's say, you you, you know, God forbid, somebody was murdered, right? Yeah, God before forbid, you we should add that. Before you cremate them, you could take hair samples, nail samples, you no. can take whatever you've no. you can take. No, 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 because... No, <laughs> no, no, because, okay, let's say it's like the the wife dies or the husband dies, right? And it, it's like, oh, my God, she died of natural causes in the hospital, in the hospital, right? And then five years from now, because they have seen Dateline stories, and then five years from now, you know, let's say it's a guy, right? The guy remarries, and then the second wife dies, right? And now the second wife has this suspicious death. And then they think about it, and they're like, wait a second. Why did the first wife die? We thought it was an accident. Then they start to check into things, and then they realize, let's exhume the body. Let's see if there's any strychnine or whatever, you know, is in the first wife's body. And then they discover that the wife didn't die, the first one didn't die of natural causes because they found blah, blah, blah in the nail. So it turns out, like, certain, um, certain, certain poisons, that even when you die, after you die, the poison comes out stronger. It's just, like, kind of weird how, like, it's kind of like how blood doesn't disappear. Like, like blood tells a story. It's a long story. But in any case, that's why I'm, like, not a fan of cremation because 10 years from now, you just, <laughs> you could solve a murder. <laughs> Assuming that you were murdered. <laughs> the most of them are going to ever be murdered. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I, I saw where you were going with that, but assuming most of us aren't murdered and we just died, you know, we had a, you know, we got hit by a car, you know, whatever. <laughs> I just watched too many Dateline stuff. It sounds like it, maybe. <laughs> I just don't want anybody to cremate me. I mean, a majority of people I know, they didn't die from a crime. They just died. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Again, let's go back to the fact that I don't like good times. I mean, this is odd behavior. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, welcome. It, it's been <laughs> nice, Tracy. Yeah. I, on that note. Everyone, do not cremate me, ever. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, well, d- before you go, I plan on having a really good week next week. I am taking off on Tuesday, and I'm taking off on Thursday. And I'm praying that those days will be at that, like, good day. I'm praying. I need your prayers, Malcolm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm praying for some positive outcomes on those days. What's happening now? I'm sorry. It's a long story, but Tuesday, Tuesday oh. and Thursday of next week is very, very, like, significant for me. So I'm looking for some positive outcomes. Well, I hope you get positive outcomes, Tracy. So do I. All right. Sure. On that note. <laughs> On that note. Have a good weekend. You too, Tracy. Take it easy. I will. You do. You too. Okay. So long. So long. Lavender. Oh, hey, Tracy. (laughs) Lavender, I am so upset. My board was lit up like a Christmas tree. And Uh then I disconnected myself. And then I lost all my people. Oh, wow. I felt so bad. I've got to get people to stay on. doesn't really matter. Like, well, well come back. You, you, you know what's really funny is what's I've that? been out. I've been out all day today. I, uh-huh. I had my little dance class, and then oh. I went shopping. And... Uh-huh. I got some new shoes. I got some stuff for my skin. And I got this you and I got that. yourself, yes. And I I timed it perfectly so that I would get to my apartment at around 4 o'clock. But I'm sitting on the train reading Harry uh-huh. Potter, and I got on the wrong train. <laughs> oh, no. That's hilarious. I mean, I knew where I was because of the direction I was going in, but I was like, wait a minute. I'm, I just got, I got on the local track. Why am I on the express line? Oh, but, uh, no. So I'm like, oh, God. So do I, do I just walk across Manhattan and then just get on the one, or do I go all the way downtown and then take the local, my train, all the way uptown? So I'm sitting there waiting oh, around, no. and I'm like, Man, it's too cold out here. So then I get on the train to go downtown, and then I'm on the train going downtown, and it stopped. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. And then I finally get on the right train, and one stop before my stop, the train goes express. <laughs> so it's not my stop. So you can, like, it's like a nightmare. It's one of those where you just can't get out the subway. Well, well, you know what? It wasn't really a nightmare. Besides, I thought that I was going to be late. I don't like being late. Um, it was actually yeah. very pleasant. I got some. I got a good amount of reading done. Aww. <laughs> but I come home and I turn on. I call in, and you are still talking. So it's good. It all worked and, out. Yes. <laughs> and you, you accidentally disconnected the people who were waiting. So there we go. <laughs> So, so the universe cleared away for you. 
Yes. <laughs> I'm so upset. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so upset. So, how are you doing? Um, today I'm great, but man, this week was a tough week, man. It was a well, tough week. Well, wait a week. second. Wait a second, what? wait a second. What? It what? was a tough week. It was a full moon. I don't know about you and your job or your friends or whatever. It's been it's been a tough week, yes. Yeah, a lot of people they they can't their emotions aren't in check. <clears throat> it was a full there were, moon. There were was a, a nightmare of, this week. I had a huge a lot argument of with a friend of seven Yeah. I had a huge argument with a friend of seven years. Oh, by the way, it ended. You have the friendship? Yeah. Yeah. Were they a Sagittarius? Yes. (laughs) Why did you say that? (laughs) Why? Why did you say that? I just had a hunch. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Sagittarius. What? I'm I'm actually I don't know if I want to waste a personal question on this person, um, but she's one that I'm having issues with as well as a Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wanted to ask what's up with her. You know, even every time you say this, I kind of get defensive of my astrological sign, but I really. <laughs> That I know you did. Sagittarians, it's like you're either you're either 100% here or 100% yes. don't talk to me anymore. And nothing yes. ever phases out okay. with Sagittarians. It's yes. just abrupt. <laughs> yes. Okay, and that's exactly what happened. This is how it ended. We had an argument. It was actually in public. We had a restaurant. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't argue in public, but I was not going to back down. She was not going to back down. First argument we've ever had, by the way. And then mm-hmm. we got out of the restaurant, and I said, listen, this is, this is the first argument we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Take a moment. Take a moment and think about it. I don't want the friendship to end. Uh-huh. And then she was like, oh, I've already decided. And I was like, okay. Oh. And it's on yep. back in. Then we had another oh. argument in the street in the street, because if you're going to end it, I got you. If you're going to end it, then I'm going to speak my piece. Because uh, it didn't happen then, and I was like, oh, okay, get going and crack it. So well, then, she wasn't, she wasn't feeling you for a long time then. Uh, wait, what? She wasn't, she wasn't, she wasn't feeling you for a long time then. Wow. That's deep. Wow, that's deep. That that's deep. I I can tell you were probably right, and I think that's pretty deep. Interesting. Well, I guess I'll ask my personal question about this chick. Um, oh, go for it. Let me hear it. I I don't really care about the friendship because I realize that she's not a good friend. I just want to know if I will ever get my bike back. That's all I want to know. Okay, that's a good question. B I K E. Will Lavender ever get her bike back? Is yes, it's a twenty six hundred dollar bike, man. Who paid for twenty six hundred dollars? 
I only pay two hundred dollars. I only pay value. It's valued. It, 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 I didn't even know they make bikes for twenty six hundred. I almost started behind. Yeah, that. it's a, um, it's a, it's a racing bike, and it's um, it's. Well, I don't want to give away who the actual That's okay. brand, it's okay. but it's a, it's, it's a, a brand for women, and it was okay. made by hand. So let me give you the answer. The answer is yes. You will get the bike back. Um, they're telling me to tell you to let it go, but you will what? get the bike. Like not, not listen. It, it could be let it go for a minute. You will get the bike back. Um, it's kind of being held hostage right now. All right. You uh-huh. will get the bike back. My question to you is, will you get the bike back in the same condition? That's what I think what's going to happen here. And I'll give you a really good example. When I left my ex-husband, I. Owned a uh, V. Uh, we were one of the first ones that had a uh, a v, uh, a video camera that you used to use, right? And when I moved out, I accidentally left the video camera behind, and my ex husband took it. And for a year, I was like, "Give it back! Give it back! Give it back!" He finally gave it back to me, tore up from the floor up, taped together. It was atrocious. Um. My question to you is, that's my question. You will get it back. That's another story. Well, this is the thing, because this girl, she doesn't know anything about bikes. And since no 2000 and, since 2011, actually, I've been asking her or telling her to send my bike to my dad's house. And she said, okay, oh. I'll do it, I'll do it. And, I'm, and I told her, I'll give you the money because it costs $60 to ship, and I don't know how much it costs for a, for a reputable bike shop to pack it up. But I'm offering okay. her the money. I said, hey, I'll send this to you. And she hasn't done it since 2011. And now we right. haven't spoken on the phone for almost a year. I text her every once in a while um, just to cause – I mean, because I do care about her, and I haven't heard from her in a long time, and I know how mm-hmm. she is. And she was supposed to call me in January. It's March now. So now I'm like, oh, well, you know, she's an awful sprint, so screw her. But then I think, but if we don't talk anymore, how am I going to get my bike back? Well, I have a little bit of concern about what you mean by your bike. I'm not sure you're going to get your bike back in the same condition, which also could include there might be a bike given to you being not a bike. I also don't think the bike is in a healthy state. So oh, no, no. I, I know it isn't. I know it isn't because it's, uh, oh, it's been in her yeah. basement. Um, so it's, I mean, I probably have to get into tires. I have to get new brakes. I have to do this and do that. I just want the frame. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Get and actually, I'm talking, I'm talking about the frame. I don't know if it's, I don't Hello. know. It doesn't, it, yeah, it doesn't look like it's in good condition is what I'm trying to tell you. It looks like it's, you know, it's, like it's been beaten up or rusted. Something's not right about the bike is what I'm trying to tell you. Man, if she jacked up my bike. Uh, this is this is the one I was telling you about how she's she's really smart, but money is mm-hmm. her only motivation in life. Um, yeah. And we we've had a falling out before, 
She is very violent, by the way. She's really violent. Well, and we we had a we had a falling out where over over something as ridiculous as going to the pancake house, and she yes. and she thought that I wasn't smiling enough for her, and I told her you're right. a dingbat, and she almost broke a bottle over my head. Oh my god. <laughs> How old, how old are you in your young 20s? Because if somebody does that to me today, oh, there's going to be an assault card. You, you, you know, know what? You know what? I've had one other violent um, officially oh, off her rocker friend who tried to push me in front of a in front of a car because some guy that she liked was trying to get with me. And that, that was the crazy uh, one who gave my cat to the shelter. So I have a history. You told me about that. Yeah. Of attracting violent friends. <laughs> Lavender, do me Listen, a favor. Stay right there. Lavender, stay right there. I'm going to come back to you. I just got somebody who just came on, and I want to be able to give away a free reading. Okay. Okay, stay right there. Hi, 682, you're on the line. Hi. Hi, this is Tracy. Who's this? It's Crystal. Crystal? Yes. Hi, Crystal. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Not bad, thank you. Crystal, do you have a question? Yeah, can you hear me just fine? Yes, I hear you fine. Can you hear me? Yeah, you, uh, I can hear you. You sound like a little staticky. That's why I asked if you can hear me. Oh, I apologize. You actually don't sound staticky at all to me. So you, you're fine. Okay. Um, now Give me a question. question. Yeah, I did. This question on career. Okay. Give it to me in the form of a question. What do you want to know? Um, well, I'm looking for a job. So I just want to know um, about what time I'll be, looking for, uh, I'll be getting a job. Okay. What state do you live in, Crystal? What was that? Do you live in? I live in Texas. Texas. Okay. And what's your sign, Crystal? I'm a cancer. Okay. And are you out of work? Um, what was that? Are you out of work? Yes. Okay. Hey, hold on. All right. Okay. Hold on a second. Let me look at the cards for you, okay? No problem. Um, Crystal, 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 Crystal. Crystal, how old are you? Twenty-nine. You're really, really young. You're young. Um. You're young. Um, hmm. Did you want to stay in Texas? Do I want to stay in Texas? I'm open for anywhere. Yeah. You are open for anywhere. Okay. Um, is your family in Texas? Yes. Everyone's in Texas. Your mom, your dad, your aunts, your cousins, they're all in Texas. Yes. 
Okay. All right. And do you have any family members elsewhere? Uh, no. That's okay. what I know of. Okay. They're all in Texas. So, um, okay. So, the answer is yes, there's victory. You will get a job and you won't get it soon. It's, it's possible that the job is hospice, hospital hospice uniforms, something like that. What do you normally do for a living? Um, I mean, um, tech support, like computer software. Oh, this is, oh, Crystal, how are you, honey? I'm good. <laughs> Why don't you tell me? Well, wait a second. Well, okay. I got a couple of things to tell you, Crystal. Um, okay. And I would rather do it privately. Okay, that's fine with me. That's fine with you? We'll touch base later on today. There's a couple of things that are coming out that I don't want to say over the uh, uh, over the radio. But did um, I not do a reading on you before where I felt like you should have been in, in a hospital? Even if it's tech support, it doesn't matter to me. Did anything yeah, ever come you know, out? Uh, no, nothing came out. Right, but I had this conversation where I, like, I thought you should be in a hospital somewhere. Did I not say that in yes. one of your first readings? Yes. Could you do me a favor and could you look for jobs in that environment, particularly hospitals? Okay. Because I can they do that. tend to have, yes, please, because they have. They have the need for tech support. Okay. The only other thing I'm also getting out of this, Crystal, as a long range, because I also see that maybe you don't need to be in Texas anymore. Can you also look for government jobs um, in Washington, D.C., maybe with the health department or something like that as well? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Beyond that, I'm going to take a picture of this, Crystal. And okay. I want to I want to talk to you about what's coming up. I'll send it to you. Do you care if I send it to you? No, that's fine. Okay, I'll send it to you, and then we'll talk later. Thank you. You're welcome, honey. Please, please, Crystal. The only areas I think you should be focusing on is something under the umbrella of health administration. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay. Now, health administration and I don't know what health administration looks like to you with Obamacare, but I, like in California, our big Obamacare networks are HealthNet, Blue Cross Blue Share, Shield, LA Care. Like we have very specific ones that fall under Obamacare. I'm also asking you to look at those companies that fall under Obamacare. There's money in those areas. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, and I'll talk to you later. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Lavender, you're back on. This is, today is just the perfect time because when you wanted to go do the reading for Crystal, I went in yeah. to the supermarket and I started shopping, and when you just put me back on, I just walked out of the store. <laughs> Fine timing. I love it. Um, 
Okay, yeah. so I'm back with you. What's going on? Um, so getting back to that bike situation, uh-huh. I'm, not, I'm not happy with the way the bike looks is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so can I ask another question? What is up with this sure. chick? Sure. What is up with this chick? What's her? What's her? Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. And it, 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 it feels like it's been a long-time friendship, though, right? So you said 2011 she's had the bike. So how, how much um, further back did you guys go with 2010. Bike? 2010. Oh, okay, so not that long. But I get it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where... Bike, What's that? How did she wind up with your bike? Oh, I couldn't take it with me. That's why. When I moved so, away... And did you and, allow and her she to kept use the bike? It. No, she doesn't know. She doesn't even know how to ride a bike. Ah. She just. There's no she reason just had for the bike there. not to come back to you. Yeah, there's no reason. <laughs> and I've been asking her since 2011 to just send it. And when I offered to give her the money, she mm-hmm. said, "Don't worry about it. You're my friend. I'll just do it for you." So now. And I've been there. <laughs> I've visited her and some other family members in the area. And <laughs> I ride my bike whenever I visit there. Uh-huh. And the last time, uh, the last time I said, oh, we, we need to go down to the bike shop so I can send it. And for whatever reason, I completely forgot about it. <laughs> oh. Why don't you have her send you a picture of the bike at the very least? Huh? Have her send you a picture of the bike. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's not she's not talking to me. No. Yeah, I'm not. There might be a reason behind that with the bike, though, is what I'm trying to say. No, like Because, uh, what, uh, what is it? Her birthday is a little bit less than a month from mine. And it was mm-hmm. last year. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I usually I usually send birthday presents to all my friends. Um, and she's the only one that I've never received anything back. <laughs> and for my oh. birthday last year, it was around mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. She didn't even tell me happy birthday. She texted me a few days later and said, hey, happy Thanksgiving. Oh. And I'm like, bitch, you know, it was my birthday yesterday. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. You are a November Sagittarius. And she is December at the very end. And I gotta she's I gotta tell you, you're different than a December Sagittarius. Yeah. I don't really like December Sagittarius. Thank you. That's why I get along with you. You're a November Sagittarius. Different Yeah, I'm more I'm more Scorpio. I have a lot of Scorpio placements. And she has. And I have a Scorpio moon, so I get along with Scorpio Sages. It's different. Okay, my mom was a Sag, and it was difficult. Um, I am a very sensible, level-headed, kind Sagittarius. Yes, who that's keeps my Scorpio in check. Yes, that's the other thing, Sagittarius. Don't know how to keep your crazy in check. It's like stop already. Like this same friend, like I, I've been stressed, and I, and and she's been going through something which I respect. It's it's severe what she's going through. We kind of discussed it every day. And one thing I really really 
stress, like this stress, and I said something, she goes, well, I think you're stressed because of my problems. And I'm like, no, I have my own problems. What are you talking? Like, it was just so rude. No. It was rude. (laughs) I think you're stressed because of my problems. No. I care about you. I care about your problems. I'm there with you. My stress is because I have my own goddamn problems. Okay, with that being said, she is, unless I'm wrong, is she pregnant right now? I have no idea. She's definitely having some boyfriend issues right now. Oh, yeah, well, well, yeah, well. The last time we talked, she was dating this guy for a very long time. Well, for uh, maybe two years. He's a nice mm-hmm. dude. She's just crazy. Um, mm. Is she a little and, cocky, by the way, if you don't mind me asking? Is she cocky? A know-it-all, a cocky about it, too? Does she yeah. she choose something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That shows up. That shows up very, very clear. Is she hungry for um, money or jewelry or something like that? Yes. Nice person. She's greedy like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Yes. She's having finance issues. She's having boyfriend issues. Um, and there's a lot of fighting going on. She is fighting? From you with hermit fight. Well, it's conflict. There's a lot of conflict in her relationship right now. Yeah, there's always been conflict in her relationship. Okay. All right. Um, she's going to have a legal situation coming up soon. I don't know if that matters to you, but just I'll say it and then still, still let you know. There's a lot of self-sabotage going on there. Not, there's a lot of self-sabotage here. Mm-hmm. And she's also a spoiled brat. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. So you, you know I got her. Okay. Yeah. You said what's her problem? Her problem is herself. Her problem is her. Yeah, I can I can see that. Well, I mean, because cause her thing, I I always used to warn her about that because I'm kind of like this. Whenever I'm mm-hmm. stressed out somewhere else, I'll just start overworking. <clears throat> right. But with right. her, with her, she stresses out. She has five different jobs. And, <laughs> and she's also a PhD student. So she'll just disappear in her work. She won't talk to yeah. anybody else. She won't even call a parent. She won't even talk to her boyfriend. She just disappears in her work. And when you try to get close to her, it's like she'll sting you so that you'll go away and leave her alone because she thinks that being um, not being confident and not knowing what else to do is weak. Oh, interesting. Not being confident. Yeah, not being confident. Well, not, not appearing to be confident. Because, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's well, give her a little bit of that. I mean, oh, being I'm a PhD student and working numerous jobs, that has to be hard. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to give her a little bit of credit because, you know, I'm always down for anyone who's, you know, pursuing a higher education. Uh-huh. Um, I just think on top of that, there are some other things that's compromising her. Uh, her spirit, and she'll get her life lessons. She's sabotaging herself. One day she will receive her life lessons and be a lot more humbling, but it will take a minute. 
Well, hopefully within that minute I get my bike back. <laughs> Listen, Tracy, I am tired of being crazy people's therapist. It's not healthy. Yes. The only yeah. time I hear from certain people is when something is going wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why I do this for a living. And yet, in my private life, I, I, I think it's the same thing. I, I don't want to be invested in someone that needs me to be their therapist. You know? I just want to uh-huh. be someone. So, I respect you setting that down. Well, you know, I, I think that's just the burden that, you know, reliable, smart people pay for being reliable and smart. <laughs> Because the yeah. ones who lose their heads always come up to you for advice, even though they should be figuring it out for themselves. That's a good point. And the key word here, when you say, when we're talking about friendships, is reliability. Because the other thing that I've noticed with this particular friend I had an argument with is if I went to meet her in her town, because I have to take like the Metrolink there, and then mm-hmm. I will get off. Like, 20 minutes before I get off, I'll be like, okay, I'm 20 minutes away. She's like, okay, away from, you know, the metro lane station that I get off at. And three on three different occasions, and call me stupid, but sometimes I let things happen because I need to know who you are. On three different occasions, I have met her in her town. We had a scheduled meeting that takes 2 o'clock, and she won't show up for an hour later. That's your Scorpio moon talking, always testing people. Really? Yep. I did not know that because Scorpio, I want Scorpios to see the don't trust people. The well, I they don't trust. They don't trust people. I don't trust people. I don't. Like I look at people twisted first. I'm I'm not going to open my doors to just anyone. Like that's just who I am, and I didn't realize it was part of my Scorpio moon, but I don't trust mm-hmm. people. I don't think people should be trusted. I just don't. It's about self-preservation. No, I did not live this long because I trusted people. No. All right, so we're off that. You know, I'm just interested in my fight. On three different occasions, this person has been an hour late. And and with several texts. And with the text saying, I'm coming, I'm coming, you're even lying to me. <laughs> you're even lying to me. No. No. So when she ended the friendship, the, the, the way that ended, I was okay with it. I was okay with it. I like my life. And I don't need any, you know, highs and lows, you know, through friends. I can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I'm too old. You're young enough to put up bullshit. I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't Actually, have I don't have I don't have the temperament or the patience. No thank you. And I, I think the younger you are to identify that spirit, the smarter you are, the younger you are, the better life you have. Because we should have friends in our lives that are reliable, that care about me, care about you care about our family. That's what it's about. Can I ask another question about a friend? Yeah, go for it. So this friend, I told you about her before. 
I'm just wondering if she will ever hmm, wait, let me let me think about that. I'm wondering if she Hmm. Hmm. I'm wondering if she will ever I'm wondering when she will leave the guy that she is dealing with right now. So when or ever, that's kind of two different things. One could be it is. that's your right. One could be your well, desire. Actually, one actually, could listen, be, actually, she wouldn't leave him. He will leave her because he's a coward. I'm wondering when oh they separate. <laughs> I'm wondering when they separate. Will she finally like come into her own and just make her make her dreams come true? Let me explain something here. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Your kindness, because I get it, to her create a better life for herself may huh? not be her thought. I said your kindness in her creating a better life for herself may not be her desire. It's, it's funny because what she what she says she wants for herself is the opposite of the actions that she puts forth. And you um, have to look at the actions. And and I think she's really conflicted. Um, yes, of course. Yes, she is. So, so let me answer the know. question. Let me answer uh-huh. the question. She knows. She knows. She she doesn't want to deal with it. She wants to cover it up. Whatever's going on, she wants to cover it up. She knows. There might be a moment of fleeting, a moment, and she's back again. Uh. It's going to, yes, it's going to take her years before she figures out this is not healthy for her. Yo, it's but, already been 10. It's already been 10. Oh, my God. No, no it's already he's been 10. He's, he's in control, oh. and that's the bottom line. As long as he's in control of her emotions, maybe even her finances, she doesn't understand that she can create better for herself today. There might be a moment where she might escape but it doesn't matter if he will rein her back in. Oh. And you you know what's crazy about that is I don't know I don't know if she's stigmatized. I, I feel like I've this this was the first time I've witnessed a woman or a man being stigmatized mm-hmm. by somebody. We'll be there was one instance I don't even know what they were arguing about. But we were driving mm-hmm. to their house and I was taking mm-hmm. the kids. So I think I was driving. And she she has these mm-hmm. arguments that she was going to tell him. She says, "I'm going to say this, mm-hmm. I'm going to say that, and blah blah blah." And then when we get to the house, she sat down mm-hmm. on the couch, and this mm-hmm. guy like towered over her. And mm-hmm. what he was saying didn't make any sense, but she agreed with everything he said. And then mm-hmm. he said, "This place is a mess." So she jumped up and she started evacuating. And I'm sitting here like, "What the hell just happened?" 
Yeah. It's it's weird when when you see somebody some in one way how they're a very strong person, they're very giving, they do what needs yes. to be done, and then you see yes. them with somebody else and all of that is gone. Their journey. So oh, and the relationship she has with you as a friend. I, I, you know, I'm in a different position. So as a psychic, I get this. You know, I see the vulnerable side of women when they're around their men. So it is what it is, but she's, there's a mental depletion, and she can't get there. She can't. Around there's you, a, like a mental depletion. Like, oh. he, he, he's taking from her. Around you, she might see every woman. I agree. Around him, she can't see every woman. Yo, that is that is that is crazy to me. That's crazy. But the only thing I want to, I and I respect that. But the only thing I want to be able to offer up is give her the time to work it out. I don't know if this is something you can encourage or push her Mm-mm. because no. she's not ready. But but when she does show up, hopefully when she does show up, you could be like. Where do you want to go from here? Like, you can offer something like that up to her. Where do you want to go from here? As opposed to saying, you should have been done this, blah, 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 blah. Just kind of allow her to open, like, when that crack finally happens, allow her to, to crack this egg more than you well, crack you know, it for I, I I thought that moment was last week when this, okay. fool, when this fool messed up did, did something to her mom's garden. It was a very small argument, but there was a lot of resentment between him and her mom because her mom is like, her mom is a spitfire. She doesn't let anything get past her. She, and, and, when, and when they first started dating, her mom actually hired a private investigator to tail him. And she said, hey, this dude is cheating on you with five different tricks. I, I had a private investigator do it. I'm not stupid. And she didn't believe anybody. So now this guy is living in her mom's house, and her mom is tolerating because that's, I mean, I I, I think she already knows because she's been through a similar thing, and the guy ruined her mom's garden, and the plants that were from the garden came from family members who passed on where her mom is from, and Instead of instead of being sorry and saying, oh, listen, I'll, I'll get a landscaper, I'll replace the plants, I'll do this, I'll do that, he got angry that she dared to be angry with him for screwing up her plants. And they're, they're at each other's throats. And because I'm sort of part of the family, the brother calls me to intervene. And I'm like, hey, let her have at it. <laughs> And now she's, you know, everybody's screaming. And then he finally says, oh, well, since no one wants me here, I'll just leave. And, you know, I'm like, go ahead. <laughs> Nobody does want you here. <laughs> and and for, like, for, like, four days, she, my my friend seemed like her, her head was back. It was cleared away. She was making plans. And then this jackass comes back to the house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Again? She's not ready. Mm-hmm. She's not ready. And, 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 you know, the only thing I told her is I said, I mean, you know, I know that you want your family 
to stay together, well, then I asked her to just think that you have a son and a daughter. When is the benefit of keeping a family together not working anymore when your kids see you guys fighting all the time? And that's all I said to her. And since then, we haven't said anything about it. <coughs> Excuse me. And I, and I would say let it go. Man, that's crazy, man. I know. It's, it's, you can't get, listen, here's what I've learned. You cannot get in a, in a way with the person and somebody sleeping with. You just can't do it. American woman. Her name is Nicole Behari. Um, she acted in a in a few. She acted in a few things, not that much, but the show got a lot of publicity last year, and it was celebrated for being multiracial. It was celebrated for being very diverse, and not just not just minority actors and minor as minor characters, but main characters mm-hmm. who drive the plot. Mm-hmm. So now. This year. That's on Fox, right? Stacey Hollow? That's on Fox. Yep, that's on Fox. Mm-hmm. This year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, a few of the of the original producers left to, to go do another project, and they left this guy. I can't remember his name. They left this guy in charge, and this guy is, for whatever reason, well, not whatever reason, but he has been writing the main black actress into a corner. So she hasn't really shown up for the second season wow. in favor of in favor of a minor character who was supposed to die last season, and the minor character okay. is a Caucasian lady, and none of the most of the fans of the show don't even like her because she's just she's supposed to be dead. And okay. recently, Nicole said that the producers or Fox or whoever it was, I think it was the producers, they didn't invite her to do commentary for the DVD, even though she did it last year with the rest of the cast. So she put it okay. out on Twitter or Instagram. That there's and a problem. Yeah, that there's a problem. This is ridiculous. So my question is, will mm-hmm. she remain on the show? Mm-hmm. I think I know her. Is she Carmel complexed? No, she's dark skinned. She used to date um Mike Michael Fossbender. I think you will recognize his face. He has a very distinct face. I'm gonna um look her up. I'm, I'm yeah, she's really else. pretty. She's pretty, huh? Mm-hmm. Really so pretty. The question, the question is, what exactly? Will she remain on the show? Yes. 
with the tight rein. Yes. With a what? Yes. With a tight rein. The answer is yes. With a tight rein. So what you see occurring right now, she will remain on the show. She will stay Mm -hmm. there. She will stay in that position, the tight rein that they have over her. Mm. It's like she's making money but not being seen. So it's like, we'll give you money, but we're going to stab you in the back, too. So they're not taking money from her. You know, whatever mm-hmm. her contract is, if she has, you know, a 12 episode, where she gets seen on 12 episodes, doesn't matter if they reduce it down to five episodes. She'll still get her money. Mm-hmm. So she receives the same money, but they are they're going to screw her over. So the answer, it's a, it's a weird question because the answer is yes. Right. right. And I don't think yeah. she can leave either, by the way. I don't think so either. I think I think this I think they signed a pretty happy deal because the first season was oh. so successful. Yes. The the first yeah. the first season was everywhere. And and now, you know, they they changed they changed so much about it. And then they don't do any promos anymore, and they put this other actress. Um, I can't remember her name, and nothing against her personally because I don't. Well, actually, I don't know if she's sleeping with somebody or not. But that producer has a hard on for her, whether she's been satisfying it or not. But they're trying. They were trying to make her the star, and it's, it just has not taken off <laughs> at all. Hmm, that's interesting. I, I wonder how long the show is going to be on Fox then, because it, it hasn't been renewed yet. And I and I know that Fox stepped in and forced the writers to rewrite the show so that they could kill off that one actress that the writers were trying to push to the forefront. That's interesting. Hmm. Well, she she may have. She, it might have been a little bit of her too. She may have, she may have had some attitude issues with them. Mm-hmm. You know, with some of the production mm-hmm. people. So yeah, that's possible. You know, it's, it's it's really hard. If you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta, you know, the minute production doesn't like you, they won't screw you over. Yeah, you can tell, you can tell. right? You can tell when they love you. You can tell the seasons when they love Nini, and you can tell when they're like kind of stabbing Nini in the back at some point. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Or Portia, mm-hmm. or even Portia. Definitely you know? and Portia. It feels, actually, but actually, it feels like Portia. Remember when they were like Portia's not a part of the housewives, but they're going to make her something else. But she's in every goddamn a, episode. A, a friend of the housewives. And, and she every episode. And and she said recently, she said, my checks are still good. So I'm like, but if they're using your image in every episode and you're not really getting paid like a real housewife, don't you that's think that unfair. they're screwing you over? Right. <laughs> and and, and that's what this feels like. It feels like, yes, yeah, she's getting paid. Um, <laughs> But you're getting paid, but you're going to get paid the way we want you to get paid. Oh, by the way, in Portia's case, it's kind of, by the way, we're going to showcase you in every episode because you're good TV, but you can't be a part of the housewife. She's, she's, she's a thing that 
She really is. <laughs> but I ha- I have I have a good question for you. I think you'll like this. Tell me. Are Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez secretly seeing each other? No. In a romantic sense. No, no. I don't even want to look into that. No. Why I, I don't think. No, 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 no. Why not? No. Why not? No. Why? No. Why? Because Why? I, I don't want to get mad at Jennifer Lopez. I don't want to get mad at Ben Affleck. Those two should never go back together again. Listen, just Sorry. look at it. It is what no. it is. No. <laughs> Why are you saying that? Just no. look at it. Just yeah. look at it. I'm going to do a three-card spread. That's it. Oh, come on. <laughs> no. I will be so mad at Ben Affleck. No, but he's married. I don't want to check so, that because so, I invade his marriage. No. So what? You already checked into the before <laughs> with a random person. So what? Wait, who? With, with, a, with a, to, to see uh if, if if he's a cheating scumbag in general, and you said that he was, so let's go further with the specific. Oh, who did I say that about? Wait, who did I say that ben about? Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Last year. Yeah, that's why I don't want to check it because I. Yeah, no. Yes. Yes. I'm, just check it. I'm not a big fan of Ben Affleck. I think that why he's, he's not a good person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's not a good person. Just check it. He's, he's a, he's a cheating a scumbag anyway. He's a cheating <laughs> scumbag anyway. Did I call him a cheating scumbag, really? No, I did. Oh. It's well documented. I'm just saying. Just check that. No. Are you sure about that? No, I'm not sure. But I did check it. <laughs> I don't want to I see think it. they are. I think they are. I'm and not. if they're not right now, they're going to. That's so gross. They're going to, because you know what? He misses yeah. that sweet Jenny from the block. No, no. She is yeah, not that happy. No, no. No. More fabulous than his current wife. I'm just saying. I like Jennifer Bonner. I think she's adorable. She's a cheating scumbag, too. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Lavender, on that note, I am going to have my lunch. <laughs> I'm going to walk away from this nicely. But All right, I'm just I'm just saying when you it, see when you see headlines that say are Jennifer are is Jennifer Lopez mm-hmm. and Ben Affleck rekindling oh my their God. their Geely romance, just I think of last credit. I will let's remember March seventh. I will give you the credit. <laughs> I will post it and I'll be like, Oh my God, lavender there's something <laughs> give you all the credit. All right, girl, get up out of here. Okay. Hey, hey. Yes. Oh, sorry. I was talking to my cat. Oh. <laughs> oh, not even thank you for saying how pretty my cat was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. That cat no is 14 years old, and I have a funny feeling it'll live till it's 25. That cat's not trying to die. My dog's not trying to die. The dog is 13, the cat is 14, and uh, they're going to live forever. 
I promise you. But thank you. I, I actually do love the cat. She's actually a Siamese mix, but I found her in the street. Mm-hmm. So I'm big on, you know, rescuing cats from the street because it's just so sad when you find them and you're like, oh, my God, what do I do? I found her in the street. All right, girl, get going. Okay. Take it easy. Okay. Bye. Yes. Did you want a reading? Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. I'm a new patient. Oh, my God. Always text me. I'm a new patient. You know how we're talking about those? I wasn't sure because you kept going in and out of the queues. I was like, maybe she doesn't want to read, but she keeps coming back in to listen. I wasn't sure. No, um, <laughs> no, I was trying to keep my phone charged is what I was trying to do. Oh, no, give me a question. What's going on? Okay, I, I, okay. first I want to do one real quick celebrity read, okay? Go for it. Okay, Um, I want to know what the hell is going on with comedian Monique. <sighs> okay. Because she said that, yeah. okay, now you know she done said that she done been blackballed from Hollywood, right? Yes. And then um, her and Lee Daniels kind of got into this um, altercation via Twitter and stuff like that. Yes. And discussing back and forth, you know, through news media about um, what transpired, what happened or whatever. But now she's saying that she was originally offered the role of Cookie from mm-hmm. Empire. And I just mm-hmm. want to see if there's any truth or lies to that, what you see in that. Because I think that was, I just thought that would be an interesting thing. Because I want to know what the hell going on with her. All right. So, do you know how old Lee, Lee Daniels is? No. All right. Um... Listen, okay, listen. It might be bigger than everyone thinks. There might have been a romantic thing going on. I don't know, am I right? Is Lee Daniel gay or is he straight? I guess that there's some romantic thing that. I believe he's gay. gay. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, he's gay. Um, I get a resounding yes for being offered the role in Cookie. Ooh. A resounding yes. Wow. Um, I mean, media been clowning her. I mean, a lot of people just assume that she was lying or whatnot. No, but. no, no. She actually has no reason to lie. She really doesn't, okay. I promise you. No. Oh, but, um, oh, I believe you. Here's the thing, though. There is something very intimate between these two. Um. I don't know if they're... That's kind of how I was sensing, too. To be honest with you, I was sensing that it's something deeper. Like, um, I don't know. I just felt like there was, like, some type of close connection, and then something just happened. Uh Uh-huh. Where it's just a disconnect in some kind of way. Yeah. 
Yeah. And they just kind of fell apart, fell out. Yes, yes. Um, listen, there's something, it could be with a family member, but there's something There's something about romance here that somehow ties Monique and Lee Daniels together. Now, could she have dated a brother? Could she have dated his father? Could she have dated, you know, could she have dated his father? Because he doesn't like his father. Hmm. There's something, there's something about romance that is connecting these two that when the romance came to fruition, her career, you know, I don't know how one person can make her career, by the way. I don't know how Lee Daniels is the one that's making her career. I know he's powerful right now, but but based upon their relationship and whatever romance, there's a relationship in romance. So he is openly gay, but it does have something to do with romance. And I get, you know, the four wands is family. I also get the six of cups, which is, like intimacy and a close proximity. Does that make sense? So yes. with, with that being said, if a man does show up as the king of swords, and I feel like she wound up in some relationship with some, you know, man, possibly a king of swords, Aquarius, Gemini, um, you know the sign. And then on top of that is the ten right. of swords, and that was the killer. Okay, got you. So, gotcha. Is father still alive? Something went down. And it, like, it's kind of like, I hit my dad, I hit my dad, I hit my dad, and then she dates his dad. Something like that. Got you. Okay. And it's kind of like, you know everything. I've told you everything about my history. And how the hell are you going to date? You know, it's something like that. Okay. That makes sense. Makes sense. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, it makes sense, but unless she comes out and says something, but that right. was the thing that sabotaged. And by the way, I do believe that Lee Daniels loved her. Do believe there were several projects that he would have played for her. Several. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. But right now, oh. he is the money man. I don't know what that means. He also is the magician. He waves a wand, and she's right. You know, he waves a wand, and she's not working. Um, I don't well, think it's a, I'm hoping for that they can get back together, I guess. Well, here's the thing about them getting back together. It goes back to, well, for me, just for me, it goes back mm-hmm. to black-on-black issues. Mm. And that's what I don't know. This is what black folks do to one another. So when powerful people play that role, then it's even more despicable because then how can a community pull together? So her screaming right. and yelling right now is a good thing. She's calling people out. The other thing that I want to remind everyone of is that Oprah has an intimate relationship with Lee Daniels, and if Monique yes. keeps screaming, right, if Monique keeps screaming, it looks, makes Oprah look bad. So this is going to get fixed. Okay. Okay. It has to. So she is screaming right now. Okay, so for personal, I want you to do a personal one for me. Go for it. Go for it. I want to ask about love. Yes. Because I kind of got a sense that something's coming. Okay. 
and I just want to see if you see what I see or if you see something that I don't see. Okay. Where is love at? Hold on. How's your baby? He's doing excellent, by the way. Thanks for asking. What grade is he in? He's in the first. Okay, okay. So a man shows up, Crystal, okay? He's my mm-hmm. last card, but I go by my first 10 cards. So he shows up, he's, show, he's, he's showing up. He also could be Libra. Aquarius Gemini. He feels feels very much like a Gemini. Actually, Crystal, the Two of Cups is my love mm-hmm. interest card. It's showing up as the number one position. Now that means mm. not only is love going to show up, it means you're ready for love to show up. There might have been a part of your life that you may have shut things down. It could have been at mm-hmm. some point to raise your baby. Like I don't know, but at some point you did put love on a back burner. You're kind of back in that kundalini. Thank you. You're kind of back in that kundalini where you're like, I I want this. I, I want to yeah. have sex. I want a good man. I, like I want this. Exactly. I also want to invite. Thank you. I also want to invite that 2015 is the year for fulfillment. To fill yourself up. To get what you want. So now's the time to start working on it. There is a guy in the past that did not work out with you, and I feel like at times you kind of go back and think about this person. Um, it could be the child's father. I'm not really sure. Um, not the child's father, definitely there somebody was else? somebody. Oh, not okay. my child's father, right. but there definitely was somebody, most definitely. Okay. And what's so there an opportunity? Was there an opportunity with that person to have another child at some point? Did you guys discuss it? Did you miscarry? Um, no, nothing like that. No. Okay. All right. Um. Sometimes, Crystal, you hold yourself back. Um, or you cover up. Uh, you cover yourself up. You hold yourself back or you cover yourself up. And they're asking me, huh? I said, that's facts. They're asking me to tell you to thaw yourself out, thaw, thaw yourself out, peel the clothing off. They're saying that they want you, it's not exposed, but like light, like that what you're putting on is too heavy, and this is physical, it's too heavy. They want you to thaw your feelings out and lighten up. Light, that's what they mean. Light's coming in, but they want you to lighten up. Does that make okay. sense at all? Makes total sense. Does it? Okay, good. Yes, it is. Um, you don't make me cry, Tracy. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> oh. You can cry. <laughs> I just want you to change. Changes are better. Like it's, this guy needs to come in. By the way, I do feel like who, who, how you meet this guy, it feels like it's introduced, introduction, introduced. I feel like it's a woman that does it. Now, 
I, I don't know if it's a woman that's going to say, oh, my God, Chris, I've got a great guy for you. Or if you're at a place and the, the woman's like, oh, come meet so-and-so. could be something like that. But there's some sense of pointing, introduction, right? Okay. Whoever this person is, she is either quick at the tongue, not loud mouth. I don't get her as a loud mouth. She could be a smart aleck with quick wit or quick mm-hmm. at the tongue, something like that. Ooh. It comes in fact, oh, you, you're getting some love cards, Crystal. I want you to get ready because this guy's coming in. It comes in faster yeah. than you realize. Ooh. So it feels, it definitely is not going to happen in winter time. So not going to happen in winter time. Um, and uh, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. Anywhere between August and November. Okay. Anywhere between okay. August and November. But it's also victory. So. Something coming, Crystal. Something good. Get out there. Get out there. Do everything you need to do because it's it's also kind for you. All right. All right. Okay. All right. All right, girl. I better get up out of here. Okay. Thank you. You've been so beautiful and wonderful to me today. (laughs) <laughs> Wait, what happened? Is it, You said it's nice weather out there in Tennessee? No, I said you've been wonderful and beautiful to me today, so oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. No, thank you, too. All right, girl, take it easy. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, everyone, that was March 7, 2015. This is Thank you, Tracy Brown with Block Talk Radio. Tune in next week and get your own free reading. All right, guys, take it easy. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.